0: Following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Doubt podcast.
1: From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host. Welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap, and we're going to call this the Doubting Thomas Yearly Recap as well, because the 86 months of 2020 have finally passed, and the longest year that any of us have ever lived through is finally over. Actually, it's almost over. It'll be over as of tomorrow. And joining us for our last episode of the year is, of course, a co-producer Cliff, who for some reason is still a patron of this show. How are you doing tonight, Cliff? I'm
0: feeling great. I'm still in that Christmas spirit. and uh, I know, yeah, I know, me too. We'll scary. talk about that in a, little, a little second. little Christmas hangover, and, yeah.
1: And also joining us is a special guest who I've been trying to get him onto the sh- get a, have a reason to get him onto <laughs> the show, but, you know, it's just, that's how things work. And so I reached out to him and I said, hey, you want to do this thing? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do this thing. So we have reviewer and writer for... One of the arenas, because I always get them confused, friend and colleague, Ricky Villacrez. Ricky, which arena do you work for again?
2: I work for GSM Arena.
1: GSM Arena. GSM Arena, yeah.
2: Phone (laughs) Arena, funny enough, they're like, I mean, they're also based where we're based in, you know, overseas, but... uh, Right. Yeah, one of the arenas. But I think think GSM (laughs) Arena is a little bit more known. (laughs)
1: Right, well, I, I mean, because GSM Arenas—that's the one I type in specifications. I, ju- I never type GSM Arena. I just type blah blah specifications. <laughs> Blam! Here's GSM First Arena. First hit every time. So, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's a be- you guys are doing great work over there, and I I really appreciate you uh, coming on and having a chat with us. Sure, so, man.
2: Nice to have. Nice to thank you for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and get things started off the way they should get started off on a proper birthday broadcast by picking, and I, I already know Cliff's vote, but Ricky, I've got the Johnny Walker Scotch Collection Oh, here. my goodness. All right. Um, so I, I've got a black label, a gold label, and an 18-year blend, and a blue label. What are you, what are you feeling there? So, so I already bl- know Cliff's vote. So bl- what was
2: it again? Black, blue, and what?
1: and gold and then just a straight up 18 year blend
2: 18 year black blue gold I'm only familiar with blue okay and black okay so i would go with black
1: all right that was Christopher as well so. <laughs> yeah Good um, taste yeah 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 a couple of really good friends of mine, um, and, and uh one of them is a is a Scotch drinker along with me, so he got me this like little uh little Scotch tour pack for for my birthday. So and I said, Well, I'm having a birthday broadcast, so let's crack this puppy open, shall we? <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so, very good choice there, Ricky. I will let you guys know how it is. And Oh, I guess I have to rip off a label here first. <laughs> this is live TV, folks.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like an <laughs> unboxing, but uh,
1: tastier. Right?
2: And forgive me for uh, not knowing this, but today is your birthday, Adam?
1: Today is my birthday. Oh, my
2: gosh, man. Happy birthday, dude.
1: Well, thank you. For, thank you very much. But,
2: uh, so. don't, I didn't even know, like, all day. <laughs> it looks good for
0: 52, I'll say.
1: I do, I do, oh, I okay. really do. So, I look pretty crappy for 44, <laughs> though, unfortunately. <laughs> Gentlemen, toast? Cheers, cheers. Ciao, know, ciao, ciao. I don't know if you guys are drinking anything, wow. but I am. I have, some, have some water right
2: here.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. Ooh. That's smooth. I like that. So, a little bit of smoke, not as smoky as the blue. So... That's a good call there, boys. Thank you very much. Blue was my second um, place. Blue is your second? Okay, yeah. I had the blue... um, Actually, uh, the same friends who got me that brought over a Blue Label bottle um, the day after Christmas for our card night. And so um, we were drinking Blue Label that night. So it's been a very Scotchy week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) And I got the Coke Chaser. So anyway, since I am drinking Scotch tonight... We should probably get the patron shout-outs out of the way first before I forget, <laughs> because <laughs> because you know what Scotch does. So, Cliff, thank you. <laughs> no, and then finally, and welcome, then for, for the rest of our patrons, we have Scott Brady. Thank you, Scott. We have Neil Wilson. Thank you very much, Neil. We have Johan Bresky. Thank you, Johan. We have Michael Ke- Kepper, who we learned his last name in the last <laughs> show. So, thank you, Michael. And we have uh, Zachary Palmer, Thank you, Zachary. So that now that we've gotten that out of the way, we can talk. So before we got on the air, uh, Ricky, Cliff and I were talking about the Christmas spirit and how we were both feeling it. And like 2020 would have been a perfect excuse for a year to just, you know, say, I don't even care about Christmas. Let's just get this over with and blah, blah, blah. How are you feeling with the with the whole Christmas? Do you celebrate Christmas? I don't even know. So. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm uh, Hispanic, and we sell we celebrate Christmas on the night the 24th. So we all get together as a family usually, and we have a big dinner and nice. and um, open presents at midnight. But as the years went on, and we you know grew out of that and for opening presents, we just became really like a family dinner. But this year, yeah. uh, my parents actually went. Back to Peru because the borders were closed for so Mm. long and they've like wanted to go back for so long and they could only go now was the opportunity. So we had a Christmas dinner early and then they went for Christmas, like do their own own thing. So, Mm. um, I mean, we did get a tree. Everything felt kind of rushed, though. And Mm. like Christmas Mm. shopping was different this year. And um, I mean, it doesn't really get cold here. So it's kind of just the same. Yeah. But yeah. you know, except for the Christmas music everywhere. I mean, honestly, uh this year was just like it just kind of came and you're like, "Oh, Christmas is this 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 week? What?" And then I it have had went. those years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not this year. <laughs> That's how but it was for me. Those... That's how it was for me. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I can I can respect that. I can respect. So you did still have the big family get-together because you live in Florida. Well, so, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm making <laughs> fun. Well, no, most,
2: most of my family's in Peru actually. So Oh, okay. It was just okay. really like a close family thing, just our immediate family. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, had a nice dinner. Everybody cooked and just had some wine and, you know, taking it easy, really.
1: Cooking and like wine. Nice I can chill. get behind that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Cliff, what was that? I said, yeah, it sounds like a nice chill.
0: Christmas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with uh nothing wrong with chill Christmases. I mean I've still, I've got the two the ten year old and the fourteen year old, so they get all hopped up on the presents and you know, <laughs> naturally when you have like a gigantic pile of presents under the tree, like ninety percent are for them. And so like, you know, you sit there with your one and you're like, I'll just wait until everyone else is done, I'm good <laughs> you know. So uh but my wife really nailed it with, with Christmas this year. And actually can I show you guys what I got for my birthday? Sure. Oh. Stargate SG-1, all ten seasons and the wow. two movies. I am no longer at the mercy of Netflix or Amazon if I ever want to watch the show. Hey, there you go. So, so that was my that was my big birthday present. And, you know, that's um, one series
0: that, that I've never watched. and I've always it's one of those. It's on my list of oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it at some point. And I just oh my god, I dude, haven't. it's so
1: good. Yeah. Like like you've got Netflix. You've uh, you've got Star Wars and Stargate. Or Star Wars and Star Trek fans. Stargate is like just a whole other animal Mm -hmm. because it never takes itself seriously and I love that about
0: it. (laughs) I loved the original movie. And I mean, I'm, I saw that in the theater, so I'd imagine I'd like the the oh, yeah. TV
1: series too. So yeah, oh yeah, and like you have to appreciate any TV series that stars Richard Dean Anderson that uses the term MacGyver as a verb in the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> while on a shot of Richard Dean Anderson, no less. So I mean, it was it was beautiful. So yeah, it's on Netflix. Go watch it now. I'm telling. I mean, not now, but like you know, tonight. <laughs> so. Oh, he's gone.: <laughs> so. Now I know Cliff is a Star Trek guy. How about you, Ricky? Where do you fall in the star?:
2: Okay, this is an interesting uh, one. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm on the. I'm star, you on, spot. on the star spectrum, I didn't grow up really <laughs> with any of them. I didn't grow up with Star Wars with, uh, with Star Trek. However, in the last two years, I've discovered Star Trek and realized, okay, let me, let me watch this. And I was okay. And th- that's when I realized. Why didn't I watch this growing up? This was so cool. So right? um so yeah, I mean, I've only watched like maybe most of the first uh series and then I watched the next generation maybe mm-hmm. halfway through and that's okay. that's really it. I I have kind of fell off from there, but um just like the storytelling and like the 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 like the fantasy of that world is just so apparent in these in these in these series. Um, nice. So yeah, like like I said, Star Wars. I didn't really grow up uh, watching, but that, I, I think if I if I was gonna be either or, I think I would probably be Star Trek. Um, mad respect, mad yeah.
1: respect. So yeah, I, I kind of lean towards Star Trek myself. In the, although if anybody asks like which star are you into, I'm like Stargate because <laughs> there is no other there is no other show. Like I will take I will take. 10 seasons of Stargate before any of the Star Trek series, before any of the Star Wars mm, okay. movies or anything. I mean, I got to say, both Star Trek and Star Wars are really bringing it when it comes to their TV offerings recently with Discovery, mm-hmm. with Picard, with Mandalorian. Um, I'm, I'm excited about the new Disney shows that they talked about. With uh, 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 I always mispronounce the name, Ahsoka Akosa. Cliff, do you know no, I, I, I do anybody? Not. Okay, no. I... The, the Rosario Dawson character that was introduced in the Mandalorian. I'm looking forward to seeing more from her. Um, also, I'm a Rosario Dawson fan, but you know. Um, so uh, yeah. So anyway, we should probably get get on to talk about like you know stuff that we normally. And it should be mentioned that the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap is like a four month old show of you know that we've been doing it publicly and we're still throwing out the script this month because you know it's just it's such a weird year and it's such a weird month and it's my birthday and I'm drinking so we're just gonna go with whatever we uh whatever we have to go with so um we started off the month and I definitely want to get Ricky's thoughts on this and I want to get Cliff's thoughts on this too because Cliff actually has it right now but we started off the month with our Kind of, sort of, review of the LG Wing. And so, Ricky, did you have a chance to go hands-on with this particular swiveler?
2: I did. um, I did get a unit, but they reviewed it at the office. However, um, yeah, it's a really interesting uh, concept, you know, to have this phone that swings around. I I wish I would have had more time. I I have it somewhere. It's somewhere over there. Um, But I do have one, and... um, if it wasn't for l g software I don't know or something about oh. l g software that it's just like uh, uh but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, cliff has got the wide eyed nod going on like oh my god yes l g software so yeah go ahead, I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> but no I mean that's pretty much it i mean, like the like the concept is there the implementation is not full because it's the you know the secondary screen is not compatible with everything um mm-hmm. but it is definitely a direction in like you know where we have these different pieces of we have these different kinds of form factors, and we want to play with them. And that's, I'm I honestly, I'm excited for the fact that they did it at all. Like not just oh, yeah. so the execution with like hardware wise was good. Software wise, mm-hmm. maybe could have used some work, or maybe could have used some more baking. But just the fact that it was out and released makes me excited of about what's coming next year in terms of form factors and the ways that these hardware companies there it is are going yep. to push uh you know what we know as regular hardware to its limits
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> now one thing that one thing that i came away with and it's and it's funny cliff has been A little bipolar on this phone, like in our private chat, Mm. whenever he comes back to me, he's like, this is so amazing. And then he's like, I'm going to send it back to you. I hate it. Then he's like, I want this. And he's just like, I don't want this anymore. (laughs) So anyway, um, the one thing that I think really impressed me with the LG Wing was the level of finish that came along with the product. Like, this is a product that very much could have had, like, you know, Sloppy corners to it, or you know, sloppy something to it, and just LG seemed to like really polish everything. Up to a nice shine, and 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 like ship Found an it. actual <laughs> product. There you go. Um, like LG actually shipped a, a really good product, and I mean there was there was very little, especially from the hardware standpoint. There was very little that you could point to as like an obvious defect, like they didn't think this through, or you know something. Like um, I know Michael Fisher kind of harped on the lack of a wide angle selfie camera. So you can't do like kind of like a here's you and here's me in the same shot with the with the dual recording thing. But like the gimbal is amazing. So um, I don't know if um, I I did my uh, my 5G testing around the Chicagoland area. That entire video was shot handheld on the LG wing. So, I mean, like that was just that's just incredible. And I love the the software pans and everything. And um, so, like. A lot of that, like, the software, I think, is just one of those things that has to evolve with use cases. And I think, you know, that's, there's, there's really, I mean, LG's software, I don't really have a big problem with it, but I understand a lot of people do. Um, but, like, <laughs> LG's software in general is, you know, for that phone, I think was actually fairly well done considering no consumers had actually put a hand on it yet. So you know you you can you can work out your test cases as far as you want, but you're never gonna find every edge case. So that's I was just I was just really impressed with the level of finish, especially compared to another revolutionary device that came out not this year but last year in the Samsung Fold and the uh, and you know even the uh, Motorola Razor. You know both of those had like obvious flaws where you're like, well, it's a Gen One product, whatever. You know. Yeah. Where whereas with the LG Wing. There was now no real obvious Gen One issue with it, so that's that's kind of how I felt about it. Now, Cliff, what do you what do you think? Because you, like I said, you went back and forth on this <laughs> like over the course of about two weeks. <laughs> so,
0: like most LG hardware, especially at the high end, it's very nicely made, um, and LG's OLED screens now are awesome. I, I actually think. If you're just taking it on like a the, the sort of global approach, I, I do think whether it's the Velvet or now the Wing, the, the software has actually been tightened up. Um, my issue okay. actually with the software, beyond the stuff that's like specific to the Wing, is just the fact that, as an example, with the Velvet, and I think it's this, you're probably going to see similar issues with the Wing, is that I, at least with my Velvet, I have not received a security update since August. So okay. I don't care so it's, much about, like, system-level updates, but the fact that it's not getting security updates is just, especially for a $1,000 phone, yeah. it's pretty bad. Yeah, um, And this is a carrier version, or is this, this a unlocked is for, this variant? This is a Verizon variant. Uh, and then yeah, the, the Verizon. The, 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 Verizon the, uh, the Velvet is an AT&T variant. However, I don't know that it... It would make too much difference with LG, to be honest. In fact, with <laughs> in fact with Samsung, the uh, and I know it's a different manufacturer, but the carrier variants seem to get the updates before the unlocked ones do. Um, yeah. S- circling yeah. back around to the hardware, though, yeah, again, very nicely made. Um, I love the sort of um, inertia that it has. That, that you feel when you swing that screen up, and it has that solid funk when it reaches that mm. end, like it get. Yeah, it's. Oof. But I just I got I gotta do it again. Yes. I, again. <laughs> I mean, so I. I'm in love with the hardware. I just don't know that it gives you enough of like a reason to use it as like a secondary thing, you know? Like why why does it really exist? <laughs>
1: well you know that's that's solid one thing that i I i'd say the main use case that i really enjoyed from it was like having a video playing or having a game going on or something like that like i would play uh, i did a a tiktok video of me playing call of duty mobile with the election results in the bottom window (laughs) like constantly updating i'm like yeah this is totally healthy Um, (laughs) but i do remember that Uh, But the one thing that I remember – the one thing that I really liked about the LG Wing, the main use case, was, like, watching Netflix and pulling up, like, IMDB to, like, you know, who is that actor? Mm -hmm. I know who that is. And, like – and, you know – Having that, like, providing more context to the video that you were watching, that was a huge use case for me. And that's something that, like, I don't even think you would get from a dual screen, like, like an LG V60 with dual screen Ks. I think that's something that uniquely suited to the LG wing. Like, the one thing with the Asphalt 9 where it shows you the map on the second screen, it's whatever. But, like, <laughs> if, if other games and other software would pick up on that and say, hey, this could be, like, you know what I would love? Call of Duty Mobile with your backpack in that second screen. Oh yeah, I can see that. So you didn't have to like open it up all the time. That would be amazing. That would be like that would be like next level. But you need a lot of people. Hey Ken, uh, you need a lot of people to pick up this device. You know, it's a chicken and egg problem, of course. Like that's the that's the same problem that you're going to talk about with any new form factor. Is you need the people to come on before the developers are going to waste any time to. Uh, to build out for it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I would love something like that, but we just need the user base, and the, which is funny because the nature of the Explorers project is they're never going to get the user base to get developers to pick this up. So that's going to be LG's show from start to finish, but I love the idea of the Explorers project too, and I'm very excited to see what's going to be coming next from um, from LG. In yeah, that it's region.
0: unfortunate that there, that there isn't more support for that, the multi-screen stuff like that 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 scales well in like you know the the base the base part of android where you didn't have to have like apps that are specifically coded for it and maybe that will come because i know it's been I mean, like i know dual screen support is built into i think it was built into android 10 and beyond um but it just it's still not it's not something that just adapts it's still not something. Sorry, I'm
1: reading the, I'm reading the comment. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: uh, it's just not something that adapts natively. And so, yeah, the, the fact that you have to, as as you were saying, uh, code specifically for it if you're an app developer for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in this case, a SKU that is not going to mean many people's hands doesn't make it worth it for developers. And that was actually the problem I had is, yeah, when you, when you flip the screen, I, I could not figure out how to actually add additional apps to it. It was like it just had its...
1: Right? Okay, I'm slightly vindicated then, because it took me three weeks to figure <laughs> that out. You can't swipe up from mm-hmm. the bottom. You have to swipe up from just over the oh. bottom to bring up the app drawer, and then you long tap on whatever you want to hold, and then you can drag it into the okay, carousel. Well, it drove me nuts trying to figure that out. Intuitive. I actually figured out how to, add, how to link two apps together before mm-hmm. I figured out how to add apps to the carousel. So my workaround for that was to... Oh. Add, you know, Netflix plus something else that I was never going to use just so I could put Netflix up on that second screen. <laughs> um, so that was like my workaround for that. But yeah, so and I, I kind of blame l I kind of blame Google's gestures on that or LG's for having a bad implementation of that swipe up gesture or whatever. I don't know whose fault it is. It's not mine. I know that. So I'm good. I'm pretty good with that. So. Uh, all right, so we should um, we should gather up some final thoughts on the LG Wing before we move on to our next uh, next topic. Um, any any final thoughts? I'll, I'll open up the floor.
2: <laughs> um, I like the pop up camera implementation. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. You know they they really otherwise they would have had to somehow stick it into the the front the front half of the panel, but they just made it. They just said we'll just put it in the back. <laughs> and we'll figure it out but again to, to ba- piggyback off your comment about the cameras the camera's gimbal mode is really cool the all the controls and the dual recording mode is really cool as well um, The display scanner works great but like you said it's the price tag and then the the 765g I don't I wouldn't say is a con really like it's it's, it's quick it's snappy it, it does everything it needs to do it has 5g so I can't complain about that.
1: You know what? I just figured out in real time why LG put a pop-up selfie in here. You want to know why? (laughs) Why? Because you put in a punch hole camera on that display. What orientation Mm -hmm. do you put in the camera sensor? Do you put it in a portrait or do you put it in a widescreen? Because I wouldn't be able to answer that question. (laughs) So I bet you, I 100% guarantee you that's exactly why LG went with a pop-up selfie camera. Had nothing to do with edge-edge bezels. It was just because (laughs) how do we do that? What if
2: they would have put in two selfie cameras, each one in a different orientation?
1: Maybe I
2: don't know.
0: Well then, well, then you yeah, have the I don't know. I eight, don't know. Eight million people that are complaining whether or not they own it or not that, that it has pop out or um, that it has the the pep, uh, punch hole cameras, and they'll be complaining about that just like they complained about notches before that. And then
2: they would be complaining about That's I don't know true. which one to look right, right. at. Right, <laughs> right, right. I could I and, could see the YouTube
0: actually, comments can, now. I will. I'll just say. I'm really. It'll come back. I'm really you. excited that LG is doing the Explorers project. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. to me, it's just it's nice to see them thinking out of the box and to see form factors that are closer to what we saw like uh, in the early early days of Android or even in like uh, feature phones.
1: Mm-hmm. So, actually, one last thing about the LG Wing: shout out for that reviewers kit. That was one hell of a of a presentation did you get the full thing ricky
2: i sure did yeah with the with w- the with the little pop-up uh with the little uh video, video brochure. brochure yeah yep i did i got the i whole, was yeah
1: i was trying to figure out how i could send that to cliff as well um but like just the logistics of like getting a much bigger box and putting in that extra padding uh-uh well, the, so the, but the but view view also, also or the wing the, the wing also
0: weighs here. like eight pounds it's, it's a thick it's a thick
1: boy <laughs> it is it's a it is a thick boy it is a thick boy, but all right, cool. So um, the other review, kind of review, not review that we did this we this month was the iPhone 12 Pro. So uh, Ricky, I imagine you probably had that at some point.
2: I you would actually imagine incorrectly because I did not. Oh no! <laughs> no, really? no, okay. I don't. I don't have any iPhones right now, actually. So
1: no kidding. No. I, you you have used iPhones in the past. I have the last iPhone okay. I reviewed
2: was actually the 10R.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So That's legit. It, it was that a, was um, it, number five on the top 10 activation list of uh, Christmas hmm. this year, oh, that's if I right. recall that, correctly. That
2: list came out, right. <laughs> that, the, the number 10 phone was like an LG budget phone.
1: <laughs> like a K30 or something K30. like that. Yeah, From 2018, no less. Wow. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. It was funny because I saw that list and I'm like, okay, I gotta Google that Wait, LG, that, <laughs> that, that LG is phone because like, that is what like is the that? straight
0: talk slash MVNO staple though. Like you, the the that mm-hmm. low end series of LGs I see on all of the MVNOs. So that that's gotta be the reason, or, or yeah. Oh, I don't doubt Even it. Even for I like the metros it. and, so, and um, the um,
1: crickets. So um big shout out to John Ruttinger who I finally managed to snag down for an interview. That's a busy guy, by the way. <laughs> so um but uh he came on and he was able to Work with me on the uh, on kind of like a real time like iPhone review. Like, is this supposed to be this way? Yes, it's supposed to be this way. Okay, let's go on. (laughs) You know, because um you know my thing is, and I think I'm going to adopt John's um, policy on this is six months on, six months off for iPhone and Android. Hmm. Um, just because there's so much about iOS that I still, like, even to this day, having used an iPhone for the last two months, I still do not understand about iOS. And, like, <laughs> I thought using an iPad would be enough, and it wasn't. So um, so I, I just, I, 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 the one thing I kind of took away from the iPhone is I need to learn it a lot better. And like, I'm getting it. I'm like, I'm getting more and more every day. The one, the one real cool, the nifty feature that I like these days is when you open up the multitasking view, when you're connected to your car and there's like a little bar at the bottom, that says, Hey, you usually, um, you usually open pocket cast when you connect to this device. You want to do that? I'm like, hell yeah, I want (laughs) to do that. (laughs) So that's like a really smart implementation of, um. Of iOS, as, uh, of iOS in particular, so that I'm digging. But um, but yeah, so now, uh, Cliff, you you're you're an iPhone occasional user, not for a while, but I, so I, I
0: do. Mm-hmm. Has it been a while? To, I did play too? around with uh, iOS okay. I was, iOS was wow. 14 um, on, an, I, on an iPhone 7 okay. that I had sitting around the house that I uh, ended up sending to somebody. But uh, I played with it for a little bit. I did not have okay. a chance to play with widgets or some of the the features to really get in, in depth with it in depth with it but um, i mean <laughs> I, I will say this just as an aside it's, it's amazing how quick an iphone 7 uh, with iowa you know with a 4 year old or a 4 year old phone with you know the latest operating system can still feel like that vertical that vertical oh, yeah. integration thing just it there's there's a lot to be said for that that you can and that you can still have a phone uh, if you if you actually own it, that 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 can still work as your as your daily if you really want it to. There's a oh
1: yeah, that's true, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. I,
0: I mean, name one Android phone the h yeah. the HTC HD two.
1: No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you're so right. Like, you know, even Mm -hmm. Pixels, the Pixel 2 saw its last update, you know, this month. So, and that's a three-year-old phone. So, you know, and you've got the iPhone 7, which will honestly probably see iOS 15. That'll probably be the last one, but it'll Mm -hmm. probably see iOS 15. Um, So it's got that And honestly, if if, if your battery um, doesn't
0: have too many cycles on it, or if you can replace the battery in a phone that old, it's probably still good for for most people. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, Ricky, what about the um, what about the new MacBooks? Do you have either of the uh, either of the M1 MacBooks?
2: So the M1 MacBooks, uh, man, I was seriously feeling FOMO from that. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, I want this, but I don't need it, but I want it, but I didn't get one, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I ended up. So basically, the M1 MacBooks, you know because because a lot of you know our community all they do is edit and uh, you know edit basically is yeah. what we need our, our our computer horsepower for a lot of them were impressed with how this was handling this really high quality videos but you know if you're doing just about anything else it might not be for you and uh the one thing that i guess kind of turned me off from it was i saw uh i can't remember the youtuber's name but she was basically explaining that um, if you use, if you don't use Final Cut, that you should not get an M1 MacBook because it's because okay. uh, Premiere is not optimized yet for M1. But I right. believe DaVinci Resolve is, which I do use. But there's still like the bugs, occasional stuff in there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have one. But I know some people who did buy one and jumped the gun and said, "I need to get this because everybody's talking about it." But yeah. Everybody was talking about it and one MacBooks. It was they were. very impressive. And the, and even the I, Mac Mini, too.
1: True story. Last night, I rolled over to my wife while she was half asleep and said, by the way, if they if they up the stimulus to two grand, I think we'll get a MacBook. <laughs> so just, just so say like roll it. You're <laughs> like,
0: just
2: to let you know.
1: <laughs> just FYI, I know you're half asleep and you can't really uh, object at this point. But if that happens... <laughs> Well, no, because I actually I think I told her we would both get MacBooks because she's got like a she's got like a 2011 uh, MacBook that her school issued her because she's a teacher. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it still has an optical drive. Let's just put it that way. That's how old this thing is. And so like, yeah, right. And so I was thinking like, yeah, because because I've got my 2015 where the battery is swelling. And if I get that, if I get that fixed, then I can give that to my wife. But then, you know. I could just get an M1 MacBook for myself, and it'd be great. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, hey, I'm stimulating the economy. All right, <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm, I'm probably stimulating one of the four companies this year that absolutely doesn't need stimulus. But at the same time, um, I don't know.
2: Stimulating the stock the stockholders,
1: right? <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. And the, and the stockholders will be very happy that I'm stimulating them. Just and this is getting, walk away out just this let, let it go. Weird. So we should we should probably um, we should probably move on. So yeah, like the iPhone, I'm gonna keep using it at least until March, uh, just because I think by then I'll probably have a pretty good handle on iOS. Plus, I have a second T-Mobile SIM and I have the Samsung Galaxy FE, so I can I can I can um, carry that around as well and get kind of the it's dual. That's, I'm experience sure that's very stimulating from it. It is. It is. So, Ricky, um since you didn't get the iPhone and you haven't gotten the iPhone since the 10R, is there any like FOMO there from missing out on the latest and greatest of iOS?
2: Sometimes, yeah. Um sometimes more, more mostly for social media because everything that is posted from an iPhone looks so much better than <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. But also, also, I mean, I'm pretty sure it works better on iOS because every once in a while I'm trying to post a a photo to Instagram and it just doesn't, it just doesn't show up and I have to exit and then Mm -hmm. go back in. And this happens uh, more, this happens maybe like 40, 30% of the time Mm -hmm. and it's kind of annoying. Um, So just for, that's the only reason. I mean, otherwise uh, I find, I find iOS frankly boring. It works well. But it's just, like, to me, it's just, I get really bored uh, no, I get of it. It. I um, get
1: it. So, what are you using as a daily driver these days?
2: That's a great question. So, right now, uh, I am using the Pixel 5. Um, okay. I really love the size. I was, mo- okay, so most, I just, actually, actually, I just answered this question for uh, Nick on Fandroid. Um, oh, nice. The... My top t- phone of this year, actually have two. The first one is the OnePlus 8 Pro, which I used most of the year. The OnePlus 8 Pro, is really fast. It has all the features. It has 5G. It's wireless mm-hmm. charging, reverse, like everything. It's fully equipped. Now, when the F- Pixel 5 came out, um, I, was really t- I, I first gave it kind of a harsh review. I was like, why is Google doing this with the camera? They can do so much more. But then I put my SIM in it, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I can see why this costs this much and why it's getting a lot of good reviews and I, I have to i should revisit it for for GSM arena i should revisit it as a like a long term review but it, okay. the size is so nice i grabbed like the OnePlus 8 Pro to to like edit something on there and it's huge it's just <laughs> it's so Especially it's so pro. like it my the pro and it's hard to hold it because of how like thin the edges are and um This is just so much more manageable. It's quick enough. Um, The battery lasts great, and um, just the size. You know, it's like it fits in my hand so much easier, and it's like I said, it's like oh, you got the mossy
1: green too, the
0: the sage green. I got the green one. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the Pixel Four A is remains one of my favorite phones of the year, and uh, the size has a very big. Part of it, the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. size is a very big reason why. And like the the galaxy um, the galaxy S twenty FE is a 6.1 like six screen, point one inch screen if I remember correctly. That's right. So. Okay, so, and, like, the 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 4A is, not the 4A 5G, just a straight-up 4A is 5.8, I think, something like that. So, like, yeah, like, that size range is pretty good for me. So, like, you get anything bigger than that, like the wing, which is, like, <laughs> 6.8, 6. 6. 6. something like that. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's, that's a bit crazy. And so... Um, Here's the and, wing wow. next wow. to the <laughs> Pixel 5. Do you see this? Wow. This is, like... <laughs> This is like a twelve-year-old next to LeBron, (laughs) like. (laughs) And this is with
2: with the thick fabric case on the Pixel.
1: So here's a comment from Ken Daniels says I should for two thousand dollars I should get the Pixel 4a 5G and the Moto 360 third generation that's on that's 150 bucks on B and H and um, unless I am wrong. I, we lost Cliff there for a second. Unless oh. I'm wrong, that would actually come out to less than the base model iPad Air, or not iPad Air, the uh, MacBook Air. <laughs> so that's actually not a not a terrible idea. But Kenneth, you got to be listening to the podcast, man, because you know I'm not going to buy the Pixel Four A5G because of the millimeter wave Verizon stupid tax. We already we've been, we've been over this Verizon stupid so. tax. Yes, the VST—that's what we call it on the podcast. <laughs> I love that. Is—is is the, uh, the 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 one hundred dollar Verizon stupid tax? Um, but I don't know where Cliff went, so he's gone. So I guess you're my new co-host today, uh, v- Ricky. Congratulations. Um, I, I feel <laughs> so. I
2: feel very underqualified for this position.
1: No, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. You had um—is that—is that a um—is that a a BlackBerry in the background there? That
2: is a BlackBerry, actually.
1: Good eye. Okay, it's
2: a uh, key two.
1: Nice. Yeah. I got the red one, I'm just saying. Oh, the LE? <laughs> yep. Nice. No, 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 not the no? LE, the straight up the Yeah, the the There was a red I don't know if it's
2: There was a red key too?
1: Yeah, yeah there was. Um I can't find it. It's in one of my It's one it's in one of my boxes of phones. Boxes um, of phones. <laughs> um let's see. Where is it? Okay. This is this is Great Radio, by the way. Um uh here it
2: is oh yeah i forgot we should probably you know no that's not it transmit it for the <laughs> listeners so i just adam spotted a uh here we go i'm sitting by my windowsill and adam spotted a blackberry on sitting on my windowsill i pulled it up as a blackberry key too and then uh adam is just showing his now
1: yeah. Oops, well, and he dropped, he dropped it. it too <laughs> <laughs> you don't <laughs> need to see what
2: happened to hear that yeah okay nice very nice. Look at that. I mean,
1: this is man, such a man. I wish I had the red one.
2: Phone. This is but either way, this is I had did you have a BlackBerry back in the day, like before these?
1: No. Uh, no? so I didn't get into smartphones until the Palm Centro six fifty? Was it three fifty? Something fifty. Six fifty, I think it was. Um it was like it was I was super late to this game. I mean, like I was really, really late. So like a lot of people will talk about oh, I remember the Samsung blue blow from you know sprint <laughs> in 1996 i remember that so like i didn't even get into the smartphone game until like 2002 2000 no wait no no shit what am i saying um, i didn't get into the smartphone game until no it wasn't that late it was 2000 um okay it was like two years before the pre so that would have been 2007 like that's when i started to get into things my brother had a blackberry before before i did So um, I never understood it because, like at the time, AT and T was charging that like extra twenty bucks a month just for the BlackBerry service. I remember that, and I'm like, and I'm like, God, why would you pay for that? But um, but yeah, so the Palm Centro six was a six fifty. I'm embarrassing myself now because I I I think I'm mislabeling the number, but it was the Palm Centro whatever. No, not Centro Trio Trio six fifty. That's what it was. Okay, and then the Centro was like the. Was like the um, the consumer friendly light version of the Palm, which I I also had the Centro, by the way. But I had a Trio six hundred and eighty, I believe was the first one, or did I have a six hundred and fifty? Then whatever, nobody cares. (laughs) Uh, So, but like my first my first smartphone was the Palm Pre Plus which was on at and Okay. And then like the first smartphone that I could actually name and people would be I- able to identify with was the Samsung Galaxy S3.
2: Okay. I, so. yes.
1: I, nobody <laughs> knew what a Palm was before that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a
2: Palm, tr- Palm trio. I remember, vi- I, vi- I remember those phones.
1: Oh, you know yeah. what else
2: I have here is. Oh, what do you wait, got? Wait, did I put it out here? Yes. It's right behind me. Is the uh, T-Mobile sidekick two. Oh look at that! The, oh, that's nice. This this <laughs> <laughs> this was actually my first phone, my first uh, cell phone, and this was o uh, four, I think. But okay. this, at the time, um, at the time, I think the plan was fifty dollars. It included everything, unlimited text data, calls was like four hundred minutes per per month or whatever, uh, but uh, <laughs> it only had edge edge data oh my and um hey cliff's
1: back okay oh it, oh
2: there he oh there he is all right hey cliff yep. we were just talking hey. about old phones i don't know how we got into that Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh that's oh right. uh, adam spotted a blackberry here in my yeah, window I spotted so.
0: BlackBerry. oh okay. wait oh this yeah is a cliff Windows brought phone. some
1: goodies cliff brought some goodies so check this stuff out
0: what is this that is a dell venue pro dell venue pro
2: oh dell that's right Wow.
1: Wait, show him the keyboard. I did. He did. He oh, did. did. He okay. slid, it, he slid that it up. sliding yeah. action. I was pouring more scotch, so I didn't I, see I, it. I, I did,
0: I did <laughs> see your key. Is that a key? It looks like a key one, actually, in your window there. This is a key two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's key two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have so a key one somewhere else.
2: Yeah, From okay. it's, in, it's in the dark back there. And then here I have this oh, sidekick two. Hold side on, hold side on. Sidekick, side nice. Sidekick two. Well, let's put it in the microphone. Yes. It...
1: Yes. Suck is. that LG Wing! Oh. <laughs> oh,
2: that sound! Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's a piece of tech that I love. I just keep it
1: wherever in my room somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. That's, that's legit. That's le- I, I especially like the fact so that you we're have doing the T two like so prominently displayed. Oh, what do you got there? The, wait, wait, wait! I, I
2: know what that is. That's the the G one.
1: Yeah, it is. Where does it sit? There, we there go. it is.
2: Whoop pow! <laughs> Wow, the
1: there we one. go. That's a gigantic B- G1 logo right in the... Right. And a, a
0: gigantic box for a very small phone.
1: Holy crap. So Samuel, I'm not even going to try that last name, says he uses the Lumia tw- 1520 oh, as man. a daily driver sometimes. Wow, that's, I, that, that's, that was
0: a nice phone. I had that phone for a while.
1: That takes a certain amount of dedication, though. I mean, if it, you're going to oh, use that as a daily driver, like it's see. it's one thing to carry it around. It's another oh, thing to actually it. like take calls with it.
0: So I'm showing the G1. I forgot it had that little swivel action.
2: That swivel screen.
0: Yeah, I haven't fired this phone Ooh. up in a long time,
1: but mm, that's nice. The heyday but of I mean, HTC.
0: Look at <laughs> look at how much extra room there is in this box. It's so. Hard.
2: <laughs> it probably came with like a belt holster and a charging dock and a well, let's two, see. Two, so two chargers. This kind, of,
0: kind of reminds me. I don't know if you guys, I, Adam is I. Ricky I don't know if you played like DOS games If you're that you know pre-Windows games But they would come with like It looked like a car manual Do you, do you <laughs> remember those Adam? The, the, ga- the manuals for games from like pre-Windows era
1: um vaguely the only games that i played pre-window well pre-windows were like um the dungeons and dragons like pool of radiance and some some, oh and oh my god it's actually got a team mobile sim in it holy crap (laughs) (laughs) it's a full card full-size
0: wow (laughs) i bought this off of ebay like five or six years ago but yeah i mean look at the look at the size of the 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 materials with it like a lot of this is anyway i just it's funny your internet one touch away that's what it says here. I'll so, just... and
1: uh, by the way, by the way, Sam is uh, Sam from the Across the Pond Across the Pond podcast. Oh, nice. uh, I cannot, I cannot pronounce that, which I I know I've done that. Cliff, did you, did they ever get a hold of you to get on there? Uh, not yet, but I'd love to join them. Okay. Well, Sam, call him, right? <laughs> so that's a fun podcast. I def- I tune into that as, as often as I can, you know. And, you know, that's one thing, guys, like, let, let's actually tape. just. Sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's kind of get this out, out there. Um, in 2020, since like, I don't go anywhere since I don't commute anywhere. Like my podcast listening is so down from like where it used to be. I was actually, I had to start skipping the, um, the, uh, the stuff you should know they do like a, a Slex thing on saturday where they put it like an old podcast out so they can put new mm-hmm. advertising on it and so i had to like start skipping those just to get caught up and i'm still not even i i think i'm still in like the thanksgiving area of stuff you should know podcast <laughs> and like but like my podcast listening is down so far this year and i really just want to start going places so i can start listening to podcasts again <laughs> am, I, am i wrong here no, or not like at all. cliff i because i mean cliff you used to have like a, a two hours of commuting every yes, day to that's, go to your that's day where job. i got
0: my podcast listening in and i miss it a lot i just mm-hmm. as, as someone who uh i mean like you guys I, i'm not doing video editing most of the time i'm doing um you know working in photoshop and oh, indesign let's and be honest i
1: do unboxings there's not much editing involved <laughs> anyway but oh man the, the, it's got the it's
0: got the htc roly ball
1: Oh, I no, the rolling ball! Wow. If I remember this right, oh.
0: this was actually a, a like a like a Windows Mobile design that they sort of um, uh, cribbed for this. Like I, I re- like it was originally something else. Anyway, yeah. So I I really don't get to, to listen to as many podcasts. I just I can't for at least for the podcast that I really want to pay attention to. I mean, there's somewhere it's just kind of nice to have the audio in the background. But then most then I'm listening to music instead. I just can't concentrate on doing. Um, like text edit heavy kind of stuff when I'm editing and and, um and listen to a podcast. I really miss it. Yeah. Sorry. That was long winded.
1: No no no. Yeah. I mean, no, my thing is like when I'm listening to podcasts, unlike radio shows, like I my mind knows that if I miss something on a radio show, it's just gone. And like I just I just don't get to hear it. You know, whatever whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Like when I used to listen to sports radio in Chicago before I realized that it's all bears. Um (laughs) when I when I used to do that, um um, So, like, I, I would be able to, like, it would be okay if like, I, like, tune something out. But now, like, with podcasts, it's like I have the ability to rewind. And it's like I missed what they said there. Now I have to rewind 10 minutes. And, like, now I have to re-listen to that 10 minutes again. And it's like to me, for some reason, I can't shut that part of my brain off that says, like, it's okay just to have background noise because, like, I actually want to hear what they have to say. And I have the ability to control my ability to go back and... And re listen to it. So um so yeah, I can't do it like when I'm doing work or stuff and stuff like that. So I will often listen to podcasts while I do dishes or something like that when I'm doing like household chores, especially like cutting the grass. But now I've got my kids cutting the grass, which is, by the way, amazing. Um <laughs> but but so like but it's just less podcast listening for me. <laughs> How about you, Ricky? When do you do your podcast consumption? Do you do podcast consumption?
2: Yes. Uh so I, I still do drive I don't do I don't drive often because I don't commute but uh, when I do drive right. I try to catch up on some podcasts I like to listen to uh, how I built this that one of the NPR podcasts mm-hmm. and oh, then, okay. uh, there's also the what's the other one uh, da, 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 da. I can't remember the name of it. oh car talk a classic oh man okay I miss yeah, those guys I, I so think much that's it. what's that I, was gonna say
1: I, that's I miss those guys course, so
2: much sure. yeah they're great yeah um, but yeah, I mean, I don't listen to too many podcasts, maybe like three occasionally four, but I, I when I do listen to them is when I'm like you said, like doing some household chore doing, usually doing laundry um mm-hmm. or cooking. Yeah.
1: Or when you're on one? <laughs> and when what? <laughs> so or when you're on oh, one. Of course. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um uh, no pressure, no pressure, don't feel like you have to for anything, but um all right, so um another thing, you know, we uh, we already talked about the Apple uh the Apple M1 computers, but the Apple M1 is directly responsible for the computer that I'm currently recording and broadcasting this podcast on, which is the MSI GL75 Leopard, which um I did a third not review this <laughs> month on because um, and And my reason for not doing a full review on the on the leopard mm-hmm. on the and the MSI computer that I'm working on right now is because like since my MacBook was on the verge of failure when I bought this laptop, I had to hit the ground running and just start doing work on it. So like I, I didn't have time to like, you know, I've got this keyboard that like cycles through the colors like it's a it's a it's an RGB keyboard. So it cycles through this like wave of colors across the keyboard.
2: Yeah. The Steel Series keyboard.
1: I'm a month into this po- into this computer ownership. I do not know if I can change that. I'm pretty sure I can but I do not know how because I've never had, to, I've never had the time to like really kind of futz with it and try to figure it out. Like there's an MSI app on this computer that I have never opened. Uh, you know, there's just like a lot of things about this computer that I've just never looked at because I had to, you know, I, I came into this computer and I just had to start writing and reviewing and recording podcasts and editing videos. Like I've never had a chance to like, this is a work product thing, not a fun thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so when I did, when I did the not review of this, it was just like, look, this. I'm going to tell you what I think about this based on a month's worth of work product, but like, I can't tell you if this is a game, if, if this is a laptop you should play Fortnite on because I've never played Fortnite on it because I'm too damn busy. Uh, I've had this so, like inner
0: joke going on with myself that makes me laugh with no one else. Where I, where I keep keep uh, thinking that like, wouldn't it be funny if like every time I see. Adam on like a new Doubting Thomas or we just talk on it. He's got, he's become like mm-hmm. more like steps of gamer, bro. Like, you know, first he's got like a gaming <laughs> chair. The, the next time I've seen him, he's got like gunner glasses and like, and I do not have and that. Those, like, uh, I forget what those, what oh what are they called? The triangle led backlit panels that everybody's buying now. For like the oh, wall, yeah, I do want those. The leaf, I do want I think. Yes, the leaf. leaf. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the nano, yeah. nano leaf. I think. And is then he's like, right? yeah. that he's got a sponsor Nanoleaf. for for all of his YouTube videos that have nothing to do with his <laughs> this <the> actual topic. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, so like, and 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 you know, as Cliff pointed out, I'm not a gamer, but I needed a, a sort of gaming rig to you know push videos out and like you know publish podcasts. And you know, I've only done one video so far that ha- was shot all in 4K footage, and this computer did not like that. Oh. It did not enjoy that experience. So like, I don't know if that was just like a thing with the way I shot it, or if it was like a setting or something. Like, it shouldn't have bogged down the way it did, but it did. So,
2: so. Which, I was gonna, sorry to interrupt you. Which, uh. No, that's fine. Which editing software are you using on it? Premiere. Oh, Premiere. Okay. So, okay.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm all Adobe. I, I do Adobe Audition for podcasts and Premiere for, and, you know, Photoshop for the occasional times that I actually have to manipulate images and I can't get Cliff to do it. <laughs> so, and yes, I intentionally said that while you were drinking your beer to see if I can get you to spit up all over the camera. Anyway, got him mid-sip, spit take yep. number two. Um, so yeah, I so yeah, I'm all Adobe, and you know it's tax deductible, so that's nice. Uh, I, yeah, but, I, of and my wife's a teacher, so I get the education discount. Excellent. So, Maybe we can get our collective yes. heads
0: together here because I don't understand. I mean, 4K, yes, it is. Is 4K video is is a heavy load, but I mean, he's got like a. a, a GTX 1650 or 1660? 1660, 1660, yeah, the mobile so, yeah. version, but still. Yeah. and like, uh, it's a Core i7, like ninth or tenth gen. Like, it shouldn't be struggling that hard with like 16 gigabytes of RAM. And an and SSD. I mean, it may be
1: the type of thing. It may be the type of thing that I just needed to like do a reboot, but I honestly just didn't have and had time to do it. Or it, it could yet. just be so. Adobe's
0: buggy software. I mean, honestly, especially because it could they, be. they it just could released well be. a whole new. A uh, series of updates for the 2021 version, so that very well could be it.
1: And I think mostly, like most of my videos are going to be shot in 1080p anyway, yep. so I don't really care about it that much. Um, I figure by the time that like my YouTube, uh, my YouTube graduates to 4K, and you know. M- a 4k or gtfo dude i figure by the time my youtube channel graduates to that level i'll probably have a bigger budget so maybe i can get a better laptop at that point but um but for now i'm just shooting everything in 4k or in in 1080p i just thought it would be fun to try to shoot in 4k just to see what would happen and as it turns out what happened was kind of bad
0: i (laughs) I would really enjoy a a video of your wife going from her (laughs) uh macbook to a 17 inch gamer laptop It's like her upgrade. (laughs) Here you go. Here's this five-pound charging brick.
1: When I first got this computer, like both my wife and my daughter were looked at the keyboard, and they're like, oh, that's so pretty. I want that. And I'm like, well, for $1,200, you can have it too. Um, And they're like, I don't like it that much. (laughs) I I have um, a uh, a
0: Thunderbolt dock with my – I have a HP workstation, but it has a 230-volt – uh, charging for the for the, the power supply for the the uh, for the Thunderbolt dock and it is hilariously huge. Like I thought the one for my laptop was huge. I kid you not. I, I got the box. I got it off of eBay used, and it's it's probably two inches tall and like seven inches long. It's ridiculous, and it probably weighs five <laughs> pounds.
1: Oh God, yeah. The charging brick for this laptop is bigger than my head. Is insane. This is good TV. It's like in. Oh, as as um as Michael Fisher likes to call it, the brick on the string for Mm -hmm. this computer is like it's like it's like a huge a huge huge. Can we just talk real quick? Um, This is
0: uh, just just talking about. I mean, I I showed you the we we were just comparing phones, right? Comparing sizes, but but uh, Mm -hmm. okay. Just I remember when the Venue Pro felt like a ridiculously huge phone. Here, here is (laughs) a a Galaxy S twenty Fan Edition.
1: I, mean, my God. Well, I, made, <laughs> I made jokes about the Evo yes. 4G being he- so huge it needed a kickstand. And that was like, 4. what, a 4.7-inch or something? It was
2: a 4.3-inch screen. 4.3-inch. With, with, with,
1: <laughs>
2: with more bezel than screen. And that was huge yes.
1: oh, yeah. at the time. Yeah. That was amazingly huge especially since we were like Cliff and I we we had the Pre's at that point which had like what a 3.0, 3.2 3.0 inch screen No it was
0: a 3 inch screen because that the the, the Apexi was
1: 2.5 And I was going to say the 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 Pre 3 was 3.5 yes. so Imagine which the was iPhone like gargantuan <laughs> at the time Oh my god oh my I god. I actually graduated yeah, from the Pre just,
0: to the uh the original Pre to the uh HTC evo 4g and yeah it, it did feel massive at the time that is one of those phones like you ever go back i'm sure you guys as reviewers and just phone nerds have this thing and you're like i wish i'd kept that phone i i, th- I was talking i was talking <laughs> to adam be- before we all j- jumped on and i i had a next bit robin i really sh- i really wish i'd held on to that phone oh, next bit and oh, it's, oh it's-
1: ricky did you not see the glass it has a next bit robin glass. oh
2: that's dope
1: A CES 2016, next bit by Robin. Wow. um, Tumblr. To me, the Evo 4G,
0: especially now that, uh, you know, Rip, Sprint, like, you know, I I kind of wish I had the, yeah, exactly, WiMAX. I just kind of, yeah, I just, it would be nice to have, I I wish I could like find, you know, new in the box and and like, uh, and buy one before everybody becomes nostalgic about old phones and go up in price. (laughs) Because you know it's going to happen.
2: But the thing oh, is, yeah. even if you could buy them, like you can't use them. Just no, that is like, the
0: problem. That's what I said. That is the problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, they, would, I, they wouldn't have more. Next, for to very sure I could not because I think the I don't even think the original. Um, I don't think this uh, G one is even three G. It might be. No, it was not. I'm pretty sure it was not. Yeah, it was probably, it was probably Edge.
2: Wait, yeah, oh seven. Yeah. That came out in oh eight, right or oh seven.
0: It was oh, after the iPhone, so, so uh, oh, probably O eight. So yeah. 11,
1: yeah, back half of O seven, O
0: eight. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, recall I could probably just 3G's. look at the box and see. <laughs> oh, a three megapixel camera.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, if it had. Speaking of old camera phones, <laughs> about the Galaxy Zoom. Oh my zoom, God. Nice.
0: <laughs> You know what?
1: Can I tell you a story? Pocket now sent this to me so that I could do reviews of phones. So I could use this to take photos of phones because, like, I did not have a good camera at the time. And this was considered a good camera at the time. <laughs> but so, but when I got this, I made the, I dedicated a month of using this as a daily driver just to see what it was like to carry around a DSLR in your pocket. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who are listening to this later on, this is the, Samsung Galaxy Zoom. I think it might have been the S4 Zoom. It was basically a 10x optical zoom camera. It it was basically Basically like a a smartphone bolted onto the back of a of a of a smartphone of a DSLR, and it's amazing. So yeah, I still have this baby laying around. I'm kind of proud of that.
0: (laughs) I remember uh, Miriam Jouar took that phone to uh, Burning Man, along with Mm. it. Might have been that or its successor. And it was like that in like the Lumia uh, 1020 and something else, and did a huge uh, camera comparison between the two. Shout out to Miriam. Hi, Mir- hi Miriam.
1: Hey, Miriam. Yeah, she's, uh, she's coming up on an upcoming episode. Nice. Um, I've got her interview in the can. I just haven't, uh, I haven't run out of material, so I haven't had to publish it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the thing is, like, I've gotten to the point, and I'm hoping that CES kind of reboots this, because I, like, I'm kind of running out of top story material. So um, this week we've got um, Johnny Feist coming on to talk about DJI and the uh, Entity List for um for the united states and also new faa regulations for drones so that was a timely piece but um but yeah beyond that i'm kind of out of interviews so (laughs) miriam is one of them (laughs) so i will get her out there um i will get her her out there soon Um, so actually let's go ahead and transition on over then, um, and kind of start wrapping things up because frankly, I ran out of scotch. So, um, Ricky, um, you are registered for CES. I'm sure. Um, Um,
2: I got the email, but I'm not yet, but I will be. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's
1: fair. So like, um, now I have to say, unlike most of the people in the industry, now I want to ask you, let, let me ask you this first. How do you feel about CES in general? Like we're not putting aside twenty twenty one and pandemic, and like how do you feel about going to L- Las Vegas and attending CES? What's your opinion of that? Because there's a big pendulum <laughs> <in, laughs> out okay. uh, there. Sure. So, so
2: I first my first CES was twenty fifteen. No, twenty sixteen, and this okay, was this was when the only companies there showing phones were at Huawei and Honor and they don't show phones anymore at CES. So <laughs> for us, GSM Arena, CES isn't significant because there's not really any developments on major flagships until really MWC that happens like a little bit more than a month later. A couple months later. Yeah, yeah. so basically what we what we cover at CES is usually like the LG K20s and the J1s and mm-hmm. you know the all the budget stuff that that, that the companies decided to, to release later on. I mean, I like going to Vegas. Um, going around to different hotels is sometimes fun when you forget that you're rushing from meeting to meeting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going to, okay. going to Vegas. Um, well, am I going to miss going this year? I didn't go last year, which is like, I think that's the year that, um, that's the year that, who was it that had it? That, uh, what's the name? the award show the the bulldogs the uh, who was it narav narav organized oh, the the uh, award mobile show nations. Oh. mobile nations at the yeah. time yeah, yeah cuz he's nations, not there anymore yeah. so i guess right. it's now what future right future yeah, uh, yeah future yeah so that company. that i i didn't go for that i wasn't there for that so Okay. Um, but this year I didn't go and then obviously this year I don't know if anybody else is going I don't think are they having an in-person CES still
1: it's it's virtual oh it's, it's virtual 100% okay and so that was the next question I was going to yeah. ask you like normally I look forward to CES I don't like Las Vegas but I have never been there not for work okay. so like I, I think I need my wife loves Vegas so I think like she and I need to take a weekend and go out there sometime and you should because
2: yeah um, yeah Vegas isn't just like you know we go in Vegas when we're always tired and we're Tired of the people, tired of seeing hotels, and we're tired of everybody. You know all the drunk people on the streets. But if you go there and you're having a good time and you're not on the clock yeah. and you're just enjoying, you know, seeing the different hotels and seeing the different restaurants. But really, that's that's really all there is to do there. Unless you go on a day trip and right. you go let's go to like uh, you know the canyons and check out check out some uh, other outdoor stuff.
1: Right. Right. By, by the way, pro tip for anybody visiting Las Vegas: go to Hoover Dam at sunrise because it is freaking gorgeous so like we went there in 2000 when was the last time I went 2019 was it Um, We went there and uh, Gary Sims was there from and he's from Romania. He's never seen desert like he's never been in a desert area. So he wanted to go see the desert. And he also wanted to see sunrise over a desert. I personally wanted to see Hoover Dam because I'd never seen Hoover Dam before. So they said, well, let's go see the Hoover Dam at sunrise. And I'm like, Okay, that sounds terrible, but <laughs> let's go ahead. And, so on the last day that we were there, like I had to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I think I went to bed at 1. And, sounds about right. And so, and so we like piled into the car. Johnny Feist drove. Um, so shout out to Johnny Feist. He's coming down this weekend. Um, and he drove us to, um, to Hoover Dam, and we got there at like 5.30 in the morning. Um, this was during a government shutdown, and fun fact... The uh, Hoover Dam is a government facility, but they weren't affected by the shutdown because they pay for themselves. Huh. So with the electricity that they sell, uh-huh. they have their own budget. Wow. So that's that was a fun fact oh. that we learned there. But, um, <laughs> man, Hoover Dam at sunrise is gorgeous. I mean, it is just like there's the sun coming in at the sharp angles. I took like probably 10 photos any one of which could have easily been the background of the next Macintosh OS software. Like, wow. I mean, it was like, oh, it was just so gorgeous there. And, like, they've got this, like, pedestrian bridge where you can see, like, the entirety of the canyon. And you, like, you realize, like, how much water Hoover Dam is holding back mm-hmm. based on the depth of the dam. And let me just tell you, it's a crapload of water. <laughs> so, like, it well, is, like... Did you go on
2: a tour that early in the morning as well?
1: No, no, no they they didn't they didn't have tours that early. We oh. got we got to the dam at like seven, I think six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. I don't even remember what time sunup was. I slept in the car most of the way there because I hadn't slept the night before. Um, but and 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 oh, that's right. I just, I'm just remembering this. On the way back from the dam, my flight got canceled, so I had to find a new flight on my phone while driving back from Hoover Dam because I was I was scheduled to fly out that morning. What? Adam, so, I think you found oh, the, wow. the episode
0: oh. title, though. A Crap Load of Water.
1: A Crap Load crap of load water. <laughs> water. That's right. That's right. Featuring, featuring Ricky Villacris. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so, okay, so, wow, that was a very long way to go to get to the question how much are you looking forward to going to an entirely virtual CES? Because I got to say, I love CES. I love going there just because, like, you get to see all this crap that's never going to see the light of day. That's a really interesting idea, but it's never nobody's ever going to buy it. And, you know, it's filled with PR people whose sole job it is there to impress you. Like, that's their <laughs> whole job is we need to impress you because you're media. And so, like, I love going to CES just for that reason. I am not looking forward to CES as a virtual (laughs) platform at all. Like, and I would think that CES would be begging media to show up at this point. But um, I'm just kind of curious as to like what your feelings are this particular year when it comes to CES.
2: I mean, you're right. Like, we're not going to be able to go and see this really cool stuff because, you know, aside from not being not being a huge show for mobile there's a lot of technology a lot of conceptual technology and a lot of uh you know companies come from all over the world and show us their you know prototypes and 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 give us demos and the vr and software and it's just it's it's really a dream like it's there's so much <laughs> stuff to see at ces just, yeah please can go I ahead interject
1: for a second CES is like 80,000 LG wings all being presented to you. <laughs> like, here's this great idea that we have that nobody's ever going to buy. What do you think? Was that a comment? So Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Ricky. You that, may continue. I just was, thought of that real time. So. That was pretty much
2: it. I mean, <laughs> all the hoverboard demo stations. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. The, the giant scrollable uh, LG the, TV
0: the, that costs $30,000. It's stuff. To, right? It's really cool to see that yeah.
2: the the display walls. It's so mm-hmm. cool to see that stuff there and in person. But obviously, this year is not going to be the same. So yeah, this year's virtual CES is just going to be work. But When we go over there, we're we're working, but we're also like geeking out inside mm-hmm. or with our friends. Yeah, and we see, of course we see our fellow you know peers well, see, that's, and, and our that's friends. Thing. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that this year, unless yeah. yeah, unless some companies host like a virtual cocktail or something. I don't know which they might. Which knows. would be yeah. Well, Hey, not should we do
1: like a should we do a doubting Thomas CES um, CES mixer with like um, you know everybody who would normally be at CES <laughs> drinking? Maybe they could just come on the YouTube channel and drink instead. Why not? Because I gotta say it's been fun so far, <laughs> and, and like um, I'm empty. Oh my so, goodness! <laughs> I'm I'm debating whether I should kick into the second bottle or not, but um, but uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I've done a couple of, have you done, like, the Showstoppers with the uh, the virtual things that they've been doing, like, all summer? Have you done any of those? I have
2: not. I was invited, but I haven't done any of them. I'm terrible. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. And, like, I totally get it because, I mean, it's basically, like, a showcase. Like, we're going to – Lenovo's had a few of these, too. Um, Lenovo's done a few, like, of these showcases of, like, here's stuff that we're going to show off in, like – Like, they had a showcase with the uh, foldable uh, laptop that they had. It was, mm-hmm. like, an NDA. Yeah. Um, um thing where they were able to show it off to media so I'm like and, and on the one hand it'll be cool to like see that stuff but on the other hand it's one thing to see it it's another thing to hold it and and like and to like be on the border of exhaustion and be like yeah. This sounds like a really great idea. Let's write a story I, about it. I this. feel like C, yeah. you know.
2: As they fill you with alcohol. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and and that's the other thing about CES. Cliff, I've told you this before. When you go to, like, the Showstoppers events and the uh, CES unveiled, it's like booth, 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 bar. Booth, well, see, booth, this is booth, what I, bar. I feel booth, like, booth, <laughs> booth,
0: having never been to CES, but having done industry trade shows on both sides, both on the, the uh, presenter side and on the... Uh, depending on what it was, you know, as the basically media. Um, I have had that experience, but CES, just a little bit different. Um, But what I was going to say is I I feel like everybody that goes to CES, it's almost like every single time they they go and they're most, uh, so many people complain about going and then everybody gets, everybody gets (laughs) wistful about this time of year. If they're not able to go, it reminds me of like the mom who's had like three kids and they complain about it every single time and all the pain and everything and then it's like the hormones kick in and then you know and they completely forget about all the pain they went through and they're just like oh i just can't wait to see all of my my media friends and i'm just yeah
1: that's that's what ces yeah, is yeah no i get that's very that's it's it's almost become a yep. meme like the i hate ces mm-hmm. meme um among the tech journalists that are on that are on um, you know twitter and whatnot so it's like it's it's almost become kind of like a like a stock like oh see is. Here. i'm gonna I get sick to go, again blah, blah, blah. and and like it, well yeah but there's also some speculation and probably not wrongly so that ces was probably a major spreader of covid in the early days last, given last year. given where most of because, the,
0: the vendors are from yeah i'm
1: sure okay Okay, so we are we are well over an hour. Um, and and I, I promised Ricky that it would only be an hour. But um, So, Ricky, I very much appreciate you coming on. Um, before we get into our final question, I have a final question for both of you. Um, but before we get into that, Ricky, why don't you uh, go ahead and let the audience know where we can find you on the internets so that we can read all of your awesome stuff.
2: Sure. So uh, I am on gsmarena.com. I write news on there. And uh, I do make appearances on their YouTube channel as well. And um, I'm on social media at Ricky V Tech. That's V-T-E-C-H. Nice. And uh, that's, yeah, you can find me there.
1: Very awesome. And we certainly will. Um, Cliff, we all know where to find you, but it is Clifton M. Thomas. And because, you know, you're, credited in every show notes so appreciate you uh hanging around too as well so i want to just uh one last question actually two last questions um question number one what was the best thing you got for christmas this year and question number two what are you looking forward to most in 2021 Mm -hmm. so ricky we're gonna start with you because cliff looks confused
2: Okay, (laughs) he might look confused, but I'm confused on the inside. So, uh, Christmas, like like I said, Christmas isn't too... It was low-key this year, so nobody got gifts. Nobody gave gifts. So, did I get anything this Christmas? Dinner with your
1: family is a very acceptable answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I actually was promised a sushi dinner date for Christmas, so that's coming soon as well. So, whenever that's happening. So, yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to that. Um, So... Go ahead. go
1: ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you remember in New York the uh, sushi place we ended up at? Did we get (laughs) sushi in New York? um, Well, we ended up at a sushi place. We didn't stay long (laughs) because, like, everyone's just like, oh, Sushi. so i can't recall um, okay before before we went to the rooftop bar we were at a sushi oh. place for about half an hour
2: i think we were waiting so. for a table and we were just like was it too crowded i don't remember it was I'm... something yeah 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 but that bar was dope the one that we went to ended up the going bar was to. awesome i remember that now yes, yes yes it's all coming back to me now <laughs> yeah um so, so anyway yes uh, so
1: 2021 what do you got coming okay
2: 2021 i am looking forward to seeing more oems experiment with form factors I'm looking forward to cheaper foldable phones, like the new, the upcoming Z Flip, whatever they do with it. I'm excited to see what Samsung's gonna do with it. I'm excited to see, hopefully, other companies that have been working on foldables, like Xiaomi. Uh, well, Huawei has been too, but they only have the, you know, the the X and the XS. Uh, but basically, I'm just looking forward to any other company that's gonna put out something with a foldable display uh what else is coming in 2021 i guess um what's being is new battery tech coming anytime soon i don't i don't i'm gonna believe so it's been like there's kind of discussed right
1: there's been a lot of chatter on my google feed recently about graphene uh like a lot of new uses for graphene but like i don't know that anything is really imminent necessarily but you know shout out to our friends at real graphene sam how you doing Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I I don't know that there's been a whole lot of new battery tech coming. So, all right. That that's legit though. That's legit. So that's, that's, that's good. And, um, um, I was going to say something. Oh, uh, TCL, TCL has got some foldables as well. Mm Oh, the rollables
2: and rollables as well. The, the, the retractable displays as I guess is a good way to put it. But yeah, Mm -hmm. that would be interesting as well. I mean, I've seen Samsung tease some, you know, I don't know if you remember a couple of months ago, they teased some kind of like, oh, imagine the possibilities of these different kinds of displays, a rollable one, a foldable one, and then one that had like, one that folded in three places, I think, and that had different... Yeah, the Westworld phone. (laughs) Yeah, the Westworld phone. (laughs) Yeah, so so basically just like all these different, like these companies are pushing this hardware and I'm excited to see where they're going to push it to. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2021.
1: Definitely. Awesome. Cliff, how about you? What was the best thing you got for Christmas, and what are you looking forward to in 2021?
0: So my, as far as, like, gifts were concerned, my uh, my gifts were kind of like – it. you know how you were describing basically just having, like, the one gift in your lap, and you're, you're watching your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your kids yeah, yeah, yeah. open totally, the thousand. Totally. That's kind of how it was for me. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm actually really – what I am excited about is something I got for myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because no one else buys me tech things because they know how <laughs> discriminating I am.
1: I understand completely. <laughs> uh so I have
0: a uh a, a set of Status Audio um flagship ANC, which is a horrible product name, okay. but I I actually use that I as like my backup pair of headphones the Status Audio CB1s um as as uh uh studio headphones because they're super high value. Okay. Really, um, like balance as far as, as far as the audio is concerned, anyway. Um, but they are um competitors to like the uh oh god, the horribly named what is it? This, this the uh, Sony MX1000, yeah, 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 <laughs> something MX1000. I
1: think they're up to the X4s at this point, I think so, yeah,
0: so, yeah, they are up to the four, um, or like uh, the stuff from Bose or even like uh, what, for what Apple has just put recently put out with
1: the, uh,
2: AirPods max,
0: AirPods pro. Oh AirPods max, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's something uh, but. I'm going to say, I'm going to spare the, uh, I'm going to spare the audience of five minutes of additional laughing about those, about those headphones that, um, that I did on the, uh, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but anyway, um, so go ahead, Cliff. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Um, I was just going to say, cause I, Here's why I'm excited about these, because they're – I'm just going to go – I should have uh, – I bet if I went to uh, GSM Arena, they probably have stats for them. I, so I bet I they do. <laughs> that's what GSM Arena uh, does. You're
2: gambling with headphones, though, but just try. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm – yeah, this is
1: true.
0: But uh, so um, – And you know
1: what? If they're not there, we know a guy who can get them there. So, let's... Completely
0: completely unbranded, which I really like. Uh, that's sort of their thing is, is to present uh, – um, the quality of the competitors I was just mentioning, but at at a, at a more competitive price. Okay. Um, but 35 decibels of no, uh, noise cancellation. They've got like the latest Qualcomm chipset, so it does aptx HD. Nice. Which I'm really excited for. I just okay. I actually just subscribed to Tidal, uh, so I can get that really high quality. So you're the one. Um. Okay. I am. I'm like the one guy that has <laughs> it. Um. Yeah. It's supposed to have uh. Let's see. Like like crazy battery life. It was like. Oh, sorry, I'm just looking through the specs here. I don't I don't need to make this as long as I'm making it, but um we can take it out and yeah, post. Just, that's true. You can let you can just cut out all the the ums and the yep. darn it. you, I you won't, would think that they would I have could. So yeah, 35 hours of 35 hours of continuous music playback on wireless with with ANC on, which nice. is freaking crazy. That is nice. That's a lot. That is So, you know, that's that's the way they're built anyway. We'll see. I haven't I, they haven't even shipped yet, but you asked what I'm excited about as far as um Christmas gifts are concerned. I actually did get some uh some really nice silicon um <laughs> AirPods Max, laugh laugh, laugh, laugh. <laughs> the comment from Ken, Kenneth Daniels. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I have mixed feelings about those, but that's probably another podcast. Um <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited about those. Um I did get some nice uh I think they're well anyway, they're silicon uh pint glasses. Uh okay, they have nice. sort of like a marbled and tie dyed kind of look, so it's nice to give my daughter when she wants to share a drink with me or something like that.
1: Yeah, probably probably and biodegradable, not with the same so. drink though. <laughs>
0: 2021 though. What I am looking forward to getting vaccinated. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to for 2021. See,
1: that was my answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so, um, my, my Christmas gift, I, am kind of enjoying this. I am holding it up right now. It's the go cube. Uh-huh. It's a Bluetooth connected Rubik's cube. Now I have to admit, like the first time I tried to use this, it was really frustrating because it was like, they showed you step-by-step, like how to get to a certain point, And then they said, okay, now you try. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I have you for. <laughs> So but like I went through the tutorial again and like I actually solved the cube, like the whole cube, with step by step instructions from them. So like totally I don't get credit for that, but like if I run through that tutorial like four or five more times, I'm gonna be able to I'm gonna be able to solve a Rubik's cube by myself, baby. Nice. <laughs> and it's all using the the right hand the right hand move, which is that. And the left hand move, which is that. So that's great radio. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Um, uh, so check that out. So I'm lo- I love the Go Cube, and it has restored my confidence in someday learning to actually solve a Rubik's Cube. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that. So I don't and- know
0: that I've. I don't know that I've even held a Rubik's cube since the early '80s.
1: Oh my God, yeah. So, but it's it's really cool because it's like they've got charging pins on the back here, and it has a stand that you can plug in. I can't get it huh. in front of the camera, but <laughs> you just like slide this right into the stand, and it lights up and it charges. It's really cool. It's really cool. So I did a um, I did an unboxing and hands on for this, um, which is actually live on the YouTube channel now. So go ahead and check that out um but it's 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 really fun it's like a speed cube too so it uses the magnets to like hold itself in place really cool anyway um and as for 2021 yeah i'm looking forward to getting vaccinated and but like moreover i think i'm looking forward to i want to see more foldable stuff from companies like tcl lenovo um because i think i get the feeling lenovo is not done with the foldables market even the, they did the foldable laptop this year so i want to see what they can expand upon with that because you know they like, also they well, worked
0: the, the engineers that worked with that also worked uh to create the original um uh, um, um razor hinge I, I, and, and now the second one I mean they yeah. share a lot when you look yeah. at it mm-hmm.
1: but and, but like Lenovo what I what I like about the Lenovo laptop is like you know while Samsung says here's a galaxy fold, Put it on a pillow and never touch it. Like Lenovo's, like, what you want to use a pen on this? Go ahead and use a pen on this bastard. We don't care. <laughs> um, so it's like I'm really looking forward to seeing what Lenovo can do with foldables um, because they they just like they're seemingly daring you to like break these things. And um, so, and I, I also have already attended an NDA um, um, briefing for Lenovo and what they're going to be introducing at CES and. They've got some good stuff coming, so I'm just gonna just gonna put that out there. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to reconnecting with like a lot of the, um, with a lot of the PR people from CES that I like lost contact with when I left Android Authority because I stupidly. Um, registered for ces with my android android authority email address so now i'm using my personal one and so like my 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 freelance email address um so it'll be good to see um and also speaking of freelance i have signed on with two new companies to freelance with them for 2021 um, android central and the the future the whole mobile nations thing conglomeration going on there so i'm I'm getting started with them and uh, LifeWire. Actually, I'm going to be doing some roundups for them. And I think, I'm not positive on this, but I think for 2021, I'm going to be including a freelance corner for um, for the freelance stuff that I've been doing. Because that's honestly, the freelance work is the only reason that this podcast exists. Uh, because that's what's like. I, I realized the other day that I think the podcast is kind of like, just a hair in the black when it comes to, like, costs versus, you know, income from the podcast, like, on a yearly basis. Like, I think I just barely squeak by and make a tiny, itty-bitty bit, like, Happy Meal-sized profit, but... <laughs> But, like, the freelance work is what allows me to keep the house that I record the podcast in. So um, I think I'm going to start including, like, a freelance corner for, like, what I do for Digital Trends, for what I do for Android Central, what I do for LifeWire, all those different places, just to, you know, kind of showcase that work and uh, let people know more about what's going on in the life of Adam. Because at the end of the day, that's what the benefit of a doubt is about. It's about the life of Adam. And if you don't care about the life of Adam, I get that but you're still listening to this podcast which makes me happy so anyway um, guys I think that's, that about does it for me so um, if you guys have any other final thoughts I will open the floor to either of you whoever wants to uh, make a, a comment or a statement about you know 2020, 2021 2022 I don't care um, you know whatever you want to talk about it the, the floor is yours and I think I see Ricky gesturing so I'm going to let him go first Good,
2: good catch on that gesture. I didn't even know I was gesturing, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking forward to 2021. Let's let's be done with 2020 and leave it in the past. Yes, I'm ready, 100. percent
1: 2021's tagline is going to be 2021. It's not 2020. You know what? <laughs> All of that. And you know what? I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) I am 100% sold. Kenneth Daniels, I do monetize. Trust me. Use my Amazon link. Okay, anyway. uh, Moving on, Cliff, what do you have to say to to finish things up? No pressure, but this is the last thing anybody's going to hear from 2020. (laughs) So so I I
0: am setting my expectations for the first half of 2020 really low. I kind of think it's going to be more like 2020 A.
1: You know what I? You know what I do? I set low expectations, so I'm never disappointed. Exactly. <laughs>
0: so, I, I, it's um, the Scotty principle. Like I want to set the expectations so low that anything that happens, that's anywhere close to being like impressive. Well, yeah, the copton's gonna think it's great. You know, you're know, just like, love love it. It. good jobs. Scotty,
1: <laughs> how long how long is it gonna take you to do that, Lottie? All right, come it. You can't powder. tell him it's gonna take an hour if it's actually gonna take an hour. How's he gonna think you're a miracle worker? I will so, say, Ricky, I don't think you're up to that episode yet. Just keep watching; you'll get
0: there. I'm sure. <laughs> he uh, actually, yeah. If you if you see specifically the episode uh, with the Dyson Sphere on the next generation relics is with the title relics. That's right with Scotty. I'll look out. And he's for talking. It. To, he's he's talking to Geordi about the Scotty principle. It's great. So I will say I I didn't um just very quickly about things that I'm excited for outside of being vaccinated, uh and and in mobile tech I am I have been really impressed with uh the 765 uh, system on a chip from um in in the handsets that I've used it in which I think I've used in oh, yeah. five or six now and so oh, yeah. My point is, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to more of those really great mid-tier uh, handsets that are almost mm-hmm. flagship level, and, yeah. and even things like the the fan edition where you have like maybe it'll be like the eight 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 in the second half of twenty twenty one with like you know, that just just something like that something that's more affordable because that all what that also gives you is because you're selling more of those handsets, it j- it can actually justify having like the fourteen hundred dollar. Really awesome blow it out, just throw everything in the kitchen sink or make a crazy form factor kind of phones.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, that is going to be that. And actually, you know, uh, one thing that came up in my conversation with Don Ruttinger when we were talking about like iOS versus Android, you know, he said, and very rightly so, you can buy pretty much any smartphone in 2020. And it's going to be pretty mm-hmm. good. I mean, like, you would actually have to try to buy a bad phone in 2020 in order to get, like, a really bad experience. Because, like, even the low-end budget stuff is still well, pretty darn good. As you know, like, Adam,
0: I have yeah. a, a piece coming up. I guess it'll be in the next podcast?
1: Actually, it was supposed to be in this one, but, mm-hmm. yeah. i <laughs> kind of busy. So, yeah, the next uh, one, the next but, one, yeah. uh,
0: You know, basically talking about that, it, the, the, the piece is basically like how much phone can you get for as little as possible so
1: right right so yeah i'm, look I'm forward looking to forward to i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to hearing that because i think that's going to be um i think that's going to be super interesting and it'll also mean like 10 minutes less of news that i have to report <laughs> on that week so that'll be that'll be exciting too so um all right ricky thank you very much for coming on you have been awesome you have been an awesome guest and there is a new uh there's a new series coming out on the Benefit of a Doubt YouTube channel called Beyond a Doubt and I would love it if you would if you would um, be make an appearance on that show as well.
0: Oh, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday.
1: You know what? I did have a happy birthday. We had a steak dinner nice. right oh, before great. we got right before we came on. So it was Texas Roadhouse, <laughs> by the way. Oh, shucks. Texas Roadhouse.
2: There's Good one stuff. right by my house. I've never been.
1: Really? Are yeah. you are you a meat eater?
2: Yes, I am, and I, sh- I should... It's on my list. It's on my list of things to do. So,
1: Before this goes completely <laughs> off the rails, let's go ahead and close things out for this episode of the Doubting Thomas monthly recap, the Doubting Thomas yearly recap. I would like to very humbly thank Ricky for coming on and chatting with us. I would also like to namaste cliff thomas for not only coming onto the show not only being a co-producer behind the scenes but also for some damn reason being a five dollar patron of this show so (laughs) namaste to you mr cliff and if you could go ahead and just send that package back that would be amazing (laughs) um but anyway for everybody else i want to thank you for listening and for giving me the benefit of the doubt.